Shalom. I'm super excited to invite you all to the Feast of Tabernacles 2023. I want to put this into a spiritual dimension. I want to prophesy even to your nation that as you come to Jerusalem, as you bring your delegation right here to the city of the great king, God is promising a special dispensation of rain upon your country. God is going to send a new thing, a revival fire that will be sparked right here in the city of Jerusalem. So with this, I want to invite you. I will be there and I look forward to see you in Jerusalem at the 2023 Feast of Tabernacles. Shalom, shalom, everyone. And once more, we are very thrilled to welcome you to our second part of our special feast update webinar series. So for everyone who joined last week, this is the second part. We're glad that you are here with us on a fine, sunny, warm, and very hot afternoon here coming to you live from Jerusalem, Israel. We are cross-streaming on three different platforms at this very second. We are on YouTube, Facebook, and here on Zoom. So if you do want and need translation in Chinese, Francais, French, Portuguese, Spanish, or Thai, please hop on to on.icej.org slash icejwebinar. Yes, we are having friends from around the world. And again, this is sort of like a mini virtual feast already, if you ask me, because we're very happy to see just nations represented. So please give us this favor and write on the comment below just where you're coming from so we can uh, give you a quick shout out. And I'd like to encourage some of you guys, if you're up for it, actually a challenge in the next 5-10 seconds, if you can hit that share button on Facebook or YouTube and even here on Zoom, if you can copy that invite link and, and send it to your first three family or our friends top of mind right now to share this webinar with, please do so. Because I'm sure that someone will be encouraged um, when, the, when the Lord brings people of God together to talk about the feast. Amen. So we already have friends from Manila, Philippines, from Boy Vegan. Um, North, uh, Northern Ireland, Shalom, Shalom. Also our Chinese friends, South Africa, here we go. There you go, global effort right here. So again, we wanna welcome you um, to a, another special feast update webinar. So this afternoon we have a roster of uh, our favorites, okay? Uh, our very own ICJ president is with us, Dr. Jurgen Bueller. Um, Israel, uh, Messianic pastor and a voice really in this day and age, an influencer, as well as a renowned author, pastor of um, Mount Carmel in Canada, up there up north in Israel, Peter Tsukahira. And maybe you know him already, uh, a familiar face to some of you, especially if you have joined the feast last year. Also an influencer and a voice in the next generation, Marius um, Vigard, okay, coming live from Norway. And so we have an exciting uh, roster of guests this afternoon. And why don't we kick it off with um, Jurgen? So a lot of our followers and, and supporters of the ICEJ, um, on top of the Feast of Tabernacles, have always wondered and are really curious, how do we come up with the theme of the feast year after year? What is the inspiration and what, what is necessary? Like, how do we put it together? Well, thanks for that excellent question, Tiffany. And it's so good to see everybody 
Uh, first of all, I, I want to put it on record. I just realized when I watched the intro that I'm wearing exactly the same shirt that I was wearing when we were filming the intro a few weeks ago. This was not intentional. And yes, I do have more shorts than that one. It's not my only shirt that I have, but I think that's a, a good coincidence that we have the same thing um, on today. Now, the theme of the Feast of Tabernacles, Tiffany, it is indeed something um, very unique. Well, we, we don't take that very lightly uh, for many reasons, because number one, of course, thousands of people are coming from around the world to come to the Feast of Tabernacles, invest time, money, uh, resources to be with us. And we really want to be, really want to make sure that uh, the theme every year really is hitting the mark for the people that it's worthwhile for them to, to come. And it uh, goes beyond even the theme of the Feast of Tabernacles for that one week. There are quite a number of churches. I know of a, a movement of several thousand churches in Latin America, as a matter of fact. They take our Feast of Tabernacles theme. They say, this is our theme. We are running with that for the rest of the year. We take the inspiration from Jerusalem and whatever the Christian embassy is releasing as the annual feast uh, theme, this will be the annual theme also for us as a church movement. And that in a way, you know, puts the fear of God in your life because you realize what you are releasing as a feast theme. It's not only impacting our conference, but it's impacting literally millions of believers around the world. They will speak about that, teach about that, develop their own Bible studies around that theme. And in a way, it's exciting to see that. But at the same time, it is something where we are praying every year, Lord, please give us a theme that meets indeed the times and the seasons in which we are living in. Now, the theme this year, the, the king of all the world, is a passage that is taken from Psalm 46, uh, excuse me, Psalm 47. Uh, there in Psalm 47, verse 7, it's, it says, the God, for God is the king of all the earth, sing praises with psalms. God reigns, reigns over the nations. God sits on his holy throne. The princes of the people gather and the people of God, of Abraham, for the shields of the earth belong to God. He is highly exalted. And that's quite a powerful statement that the Lord is uh, declaring. Here. And this is, uh, you know, coming from one of the uh, main worship leaders of David, one of the sons of Korah that was writing that so it was the time and even King David was the ruling king. And you always, you almost might think, well, the guy is developing a competing theology to the ruling party, maybe an anti-movement to the early king. We spoke yesterday in our global prayer gathering that even King David himself stated many times in his psalms, he said, well, I do have the title king over our nation, but there's one king who is the true king, and he's the king of kings and the lord of lords. And he's not only ruling over the nation of Israel, but like here, it says, is the king over all the earth. And uh, Tiffany, we just felt that um, in the world in which we are living, where there's so much chaos, where there are so many question marks. You have the whole gender issue. You have the, the question of artificial intelligence. It will be, by the way, one of the main subjects we will deal with in one of the morning sessions. What does this have to do with the church? What is the prophetic significance of that? 
you have a war in, a, in the center of Europe. There might be other wars looming, even here in Israel. The northern borders are very tense at the moment. And in many countries, wherever I talk to people, they say, we are really in a crisis. And I believe it is a time where we need to put God back on the throne. Not that he left the throne in any way, but that in our mindset, in our consciousness, that we understand and in the midst of all this chaos, in the midst of all the turmoil of our world, of all the question marks people are having, there is an answer and this answer didn't change over the last 2,000 years. And that's the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. His name is Jesus and he is the answer for the challenges of the world today. And we want to lift him up in praise and worship in Jerusalem. There will be fantastic speakers. We will be, you know, I'm, I'm very much looking forward to the, the second night when we will be at the shores of the Sea of Galilee. We will be just a few kilometers away from the place where the great miracle took place when Jesus exited the boat and those two demonites, these uh, demon-possessed guys were running out and uh, everybody was afraid of them. They they, they tried to chain them and they were uh, breaking loose their chains because of those supernatural demonic powers upon them. And Jesus came and just with the word of his mouth, he released those people in broad liberty. We will have Enoch Adeboy with us on that second night at that very same spot. And I'm going to ask him, he says, Enoch, we want you to pray for the deliverance of people, whatever bondage might be. We want to declare into the invisible world that God is the king of the whole world. There is no power, no authority that can withstand the power of God. And you know, this is the, the, the whole week we want to declare and we want to lift up the kingship of God and we want to proclaim the kingdom of God. And it also, it will be a prophetic uh, finger pointer to this future kingdom that will come here to Israel. So it will be a, a super rich feast. I, I personally look very much forward to that time, what the Lord has for us in Stokes, Tiffany. Jürgen, I think you said it so appropriately that the theme that the Lord has, you know, put upon your heart, your spirit, and the leadership as well, is not just merely another concept from the Bible, but it's very apt for the times that we're experiencing in this day and age. You mentioned gender confusion, war, right? Um, just people, I don't know, being more lovers of themselves than of others. It's, it's really, we're in the end times, right? It's year after year, we're getting closer to that. And in a sense, when you think about the Feast of Tabernacles, it is a rehearsal of when we get to reunite with our Savior one day. And so yeah. very, yeah, good. And Tiffany, if I might add one thing, you know, it says here, the princes of the people gather as the people of God, of uh, together as the people of God, the God of Abraham. And what is quite amazing and unique about this feast, and, and it coincides with this amazing theme, is that it might be that this year at the Feast of Tabernacles, we will have heads of state joining us, worshiping us. They don't come as political leaders to us, but they put their political authority to the side, maybe not their authority, but their political head, they put it off right. and they to the Feast of Tabernacle to worship with us. There might be two or three heads of state joining us. I think a number of uh, government ministers will be joining us, both from Europe and Africa, and also quite a number of uh, members of parliament. So it really it's going to gather uh, a gathering of the kings and the princes of the world, right. recognizing the kingship of God. That's right. Wow. Just you saying that, you're going to already um, gave me chills. 
this very moment and it is really a remarkable gathering of the lord the king of the earth bringing together the kings of the uh you know nations together in one place in israel thank you so much Jurgen, for enlightening us and for giving us a little bit of context of how we got to psalm 47 and the theme of this feast this year and so Moving forward, we have Peter as well in our call this afternoon. Peter, you will be speaking. I, I'm not sure if it's a seminar or one of the morning sessions, but I know Peter is someone we can look forward to to a live session uh, at the Feast of Tabernacles. Can you tell us a little bit more or, or a teaser, rather, of, of what people can look forward to? Well, uh, Tiffany, I'm really excited about this year's upcoming feast. And, uh, of course, I'm speaking uh, today from Mount Carmel. And uh, here on Mount Carmel, we really uh, feel that we've been a part of a restoration that God's been doing in the land of Israel. And uh, one of these restorations is the, the fulfillment of, of God's prophetic word. Uh, specifically, I'm thinking of those last verses in the prophet Malachi when, uh, when he says speaking from thousands of years ago, that in the last days, uh, God will send uh, the spirit and power of Elijah to turn the hearts of the fathers back to the children and the children back to their fathers. Um, I really feel that it's time for an outpouring of the spirit in Jerusalem. This uh, The years of the pandemic lockdowns, we knew that it was a, a birth pang of the end times. And since the the ending of the pandemic and the uh, the reopening to in-person meetings and, and conferences, I, I feel like there's been an acceleration uh, in the world and we're kind of hurtling into the end times faster than than uh, than anyone anyone could have imagined. And uh, this uh, this spirit and power of Elijah is uh, was was predicted by the biblical prophets to be poured out before the return of the Lord. And if you look back at uh, the ministry of John the Baptist, who the scriptures say explicitly came in the spirit and power of Elijah as a forerunner of the Messiah, it, it's as if the Lord is saying there'll be another uh, outpouring like that before the return of the Messiah and the and the completion of uh, the history of the world. And um, it it's going to happen in Jerusalem. This uh, this restoration of this uh, spirit of of welcoming the king, uh, the king of kings, back to the city that he chose, the city that he said that his name would be there forever. Um, he predicted that he would come as a bridegroom to claim his bride, and that he would come as a king uh, to to rule his kingdom. And uh, as everyone knows, the the message of John the Baptist was was also to the church. He said, "Turn around." change your ways because the kingdom of God is at hand. And so I'm rejoicing in the theme of this year's conference that it's a, it's a, it's a biblical and prophetic fulfillment um, moving towards the return of the king. And it's a, it's a message uh, to believers and non-believers alike. The kingdom of God is at hand. Uh, and, um, you know, I'd just like to mention just a few verses on this year's uh, Feast of Tabernacles theme from the, the prophet Zechariah, uh, in this great 14th chapter of Zechariah, that's where you have the, the prediction of the return of the Lord and where he will return. Uh, I'll just read to you from verse 4, Zechariah chapter 14, 4. 
In that day, his feet will stand on the Mount of Olives, which is in front of Jerusalem on the east, and the Mount of Olives will be split in its middle from east to west. Um, so we know uh, where he's returning. Uh, and then in verse 9, uh, it, there's a verse that contains the theme of this year's feast. And the Lord will be king over all the earth. In that day, the Lord will be the only one and his name, the only one. And then, of course, uh, if you go deeper into chapter 14, it talks about the, the Feast of Tabernacles, verse 16. Then it will come about that any who are left of all the nations that went up against Jerusalem will go up from year to year to worship the king, the Lord of hosts, and to celebrate the Feast of Tabernacles. So we're really uh, in, a, in a time of, of fulfillment, of restoration, and uh, I'm, uh, I'm excited and I feel privileged to be a part of it. I'm looking forward to coming up to Jerusalem from Mount Carmel and, uh, and rejoicing. Uh, it's, uh, it's going to be something really special. And I, I hope that many of our friends from around the world will join us there in Jerusalem. Oh, man, Peter. Wow. It's, it's when you were mentioning the verses and how chronological they are. It's, it's literally, we're living the prophetic timeline. You know what I mean? Like going up to the feast, preparing the way for the King of Kings to set his foot on the throne here on earth, right? It's amazing. And mm -hmm. that's, that's, that's right, Tiffany. It's, it's more than just a visit to Israel. Okay. <laughs> Correct. It's, it's more than a tour. Okay. Or a Bible study. This is, you know, you, <laughs> you come up and you participate, you enter into the prophetic reality. Uh, that's what's so exciting about it. Amen. Peter, I will reiterate that you are not just coming in to be a delegate, okay, if you join the Feast of Tabernacles, but you are participating in the prophetic plan of the Lord in your life, and not just your life, but your family, your household, the nation you represent, the nation of Israel, the world, right? This is this is an appointed time of the Lord, and for everyone who tuned in last week, um, we were talking about how the feast is a moed. It is an appointed time. This is a calendar appointment the Lord has set on his schedule before we were even born, you know, and it has Absolutely. to take place. These are the feasts of the Lord and and, and the chief uh, feasts among them, of course, is Tabernacles, one of the three great pilgrimage feasts of Israel. There you go, friends. So if you want more of where that came from, make sure that you sign up for the Feast of Tabernacles this coming September 29th. Um, if you want the full details of what the full feast tour is like, the in-person packages, even the online for the people who are not able to be here in person, just hop on to feast.icej.org and you'll find yourself there, the different options that we have for you. But I do want to note that for our full feast tour package, we are closing it on July 31st. So we're giving this urgency just because there are just a few slots left. Of course, if there are slots after July 31, it's still open to you, but make sure you take advantage while you still can because a lot of tour um, groups, a lot of people forming their groups at this very second are, are purchasing the tickets, making sure they do not miss the, the itinerary that we have prepared for you and the Lord has for you at the feast this September. Thank you, Peter, for um, your insight and a little scratch of what we're going to talk about, the spirit of Elijah, right, before the coming of the king here and um, and so we move forward with last but not definitely not the least our brother straight from norway himself marius bygart okay 
Brother, how are you doing? Oh, so excited to be with you guys all the way from the north of the north uh, here in Norway. I, I, I said to you guys before that we have three sunny days every year and this is one of them. So we, we use them very wisely and very well. So we have family time and eatings and a lot of good things going on today. So and, and, and to be with you guys as well. So it, this is a great day. We're very honored that you have taken one of your three perfect, beautiful weather days. <laughs> throughout the year to be with us at least for 30 minutes so regards to um your whole family marius but uh friends marius has been with the icej family actually for quite some time because of your affiliation with our branch over there in norway with our um dag and and ingun and everybody else beautiful team up in norway but uh, marius it was your first time if i'm not mistaken with your whole worship team uh, attending the feast last year, how was that like for you? Wow, uh, I can't really put it into words somehow. But I, I, first of all, I, I just wanted to say that the first time I actually met Jurgen was in 2019, and I don't know if you remember this, Jurgen, but you said briefly we sat in the chairs in, in our auditorium in our church, and he and you said, "Would you like to come to the feast of the Tabernacles?" And <laughs> and I didn't really have. Uh, any relation relationship to it somehow, but I felt just suddenly just drawn towards it. And I said to my pastor, this is, this is, the, this is, feels like the most wonderful and fantastic, um, what can you say, like question that we got, got uh, have ever gotten. Uh, and so I, I spoke with the Norwegian leader, Doug Avin, and, and he gave me your email and said, you can just contact your, and, and, I was actually so afraid to push something in different times. So I, I stepped back and waited three years. <laughs> so I, I, I had flagged your email in three years, Jürgen, because I just wanted it to be uh, purposeful in the right time with the right people and, and for us to be involved uh, if we were supposed to not like try to manipulate something. But it was just wonderful. And I remember that service, actually. You were worshiping together with the Neeland from the U.S., and I was very impressed by the spirit of your band and your worship. So praise God, it happened last year. <laughs> yeah, it did. And and when we when we went down with our team, we we, we didn't know what to expect because need, need, none of us have ever been there or had had ever been there. But uh, when we when we started the first night, we I, I think we had a couple of hours of sleep, and then we went to Galilee. Uh, to Capernaum or Nafar, Kaum Nafar, and it was just the venue, and and the biblical stories just in in that place, for us to enter that with, with people from so many different nations in worshiping, the King of Kings was just so special to us, and and I I would, I know that our whole team was were was marked. Uh, in our spirits and in our hearts, and we will, I, I, I know that I will never be the same, and I, I don't think our team will never be the same. So, so when we when we had the the possibility to come back, it was just such a privilege, and everyone wants to come, and they'll bring their families and kids, and so we really look forward to it. It's a, it's a special thing because we, it, sometimes you say that the, the the longing in the congregation or the the, the when you when you put all the longings together, I, I don't know if you probably have better words for it, but um, when you, when you get together with a lot of people that has like longings to 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 worship Jesus, yeah. 
Uh, that the consequence of that is just fantastic because it multiplies somehow, and uh, and to be there in in that spirit of, of praise and worship, and to just honor the king with people from all over the world, uh, it's just very 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 special. And I remember us saying saying to our team after the third night, I think that we had in Pais Arena, I said that I've never been I've never been involved in something like this, uh, and. I know that I was marked for the rest of my life, so definitely changed. And the presence of God, the speakers, the, the themes, it's, it was just even better than we thought and expected. So we re- really looking forward to get back this year as well. And we are really looking forward to have you back, Marius. Um, friends, Marius is a worship leader, worship artist from Norway, and I myself was extremely encouraged and blessed Um, to have you guys with us last year. So thank you so much for um, taking that call of obedience, even if it's three years after, you know, it still had to happen. Just one question was, you're again wearing the same shirt. And I'm kidding. (laughs) (laughs) I will not answer. I will not answer. (laughs) answer. Listen, okay. Um, But one more uh, question for you, Marius. I guess this is in, in reference to the youth and the next generation because... You do represent um, the millennial uh, generation and even, you know, the ones younger than that. We we now even have the generation alpha for everybody who didn't know that. This is like the age of my nephews and nieces. <laughs> but um, if you had a, a message or, or a call of invite to the young ones listening on this call right now, what would it be? I know that the, the young people of, of the world today, they want to change the world so much and they go into missions they go out in the world to to preach the gospel and that's just i I think that's wonderful and it's needed and it's very 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 important uh in between of that i I think that jerusalem has the place of being the the beginning and the end of our physical earth and 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 that's just something that we need to to bring when we do our missions uh and my leader in norway doug even he says that the, the world's mission has everything to do when uh, to uh, to when Israel is getting saved. So we have to do missions and we have to do Israel. Uh, and it's maybe uh, you, you have like these connections in your in your mindset that this is for old people or older people or for my former generations, my my parents maybe. But it's I, I was such moved by the by the revival spirit, um, the revival spirit that we felt different places in the world, but it just multiplied in, in, in the city of Jerusalem. And so if I I said to my whole team, if, if I'm going one place for the rest of my life, I'd rather go there and to the stadiums or the churches of the hundreds of, hundreds of thousands, because it's something just, it, it stirs up something really, really in my heart. And I can't really explain how, but I just wanted to say, come there, be there, experience it. And and do missions with Israel and do Israel with missions. <laughs> <laughs> and if you want to be part of a global movement of Christian aid to the people of the Lord, ICEJ is here for you. Just go to our website, icj.org, and we do have different um, ways how you can connect with us. Marius, thank you so much for that word. I, I really love what you said that Yerushalayim or Israel, for that matter, is the beginning and the ending of of God's, you know, earth, right? The physical earth. And so everybody was sent from here. Everybody will go back to this place. And I think there is one uh, bit of an explanation to um, like how you felt because you couldn't put it into words. It's the spirit of God, right? Like who can really explain, who can really fathom 
when the spirit of God is in the atmosphere. And I can personally vouch for that myself, having been at the feast in person for years now, maybe not a decade, but I wish it was a decade. But the minute I also grasped the feast from the, um, I don't know, year 2017 when I was a volunteer, I wasn't even staff yet. Um, it was a, a vision of Revelation 7. You're again, I think I shared this with you too in a personal testimony. Like it was seeing all of these nations come into one gathering in person, waving all of their flags. The spirit of the Lord was just so, so loud, you know? And so this is what I tell friends from back home and even the people who ask, what is special about the feast and why are people supposed to come? You know, it doesn't matter where you're coming from, how how deep your maturity level is with the doctrine of, of the faith is. If you step in Israel, experience the Feast of Tabernacles, and you go there with an open heart, just welcoming what, what the Lord wants for you in your life or what He has to tell you, He will show up and you will experience His presence like never before. And so this is your sign, friends. If you are tuning in on this call right now, this is uh, your personal sign to attend the Feast of Tabernacles, okay? Um, this is a personal testimony from everybody on this call as we've shared the past 30 minutes or so, and even the previous sessions, the Lord meets you when you attend the feast. The Lord, um, you know, uh, introduces himself to you or reintroduces himself to you in a way you haven't caught before. And, and don't miss that opportunity, right? And so if you want more details about the feast, hop on to feast.icej.org. You will probably see it on the screens. And our website will give you the different options of how to be a part of that. It's an eight-day celebration following through what the Feast of Tabernacles is like in Israel. We started off up north in the Galilee, two full evenings, beautiful celebration as how Jurgen put it uh, uh, earlier in the session. And then we tread down to Yerushalayim. We're going to have a lot of different um, seminars right there. Pierre Sokahira will be a part of it. Powerful, impactful, even a youth day, Israeli night, you name it. It's, it's something you don't want to miss. After that, we will tread on to Negev, um, the southern part uh, of Israel. And the last, but not the least as well, last eight day to, to um, what do you call it, reconcile the whole week. We will have a day full of prayer. And so if you do need that breakthrough for your nation, and, and your country, you know, every nation, every country now is experiencing their own set of crisis. Now is your chance to really stand in the gap in Jerusalem, in Israel for the nation you represent. Hallelujah. And so final words, everyone. Jurgen, do we do we have any final words for our friends who are tuning in? Well, my well, I have two final words. First of all, I think there was a prophetic re revelation here joined by Sister Noga, which well, she's joining from. She says, Sukahira sounds very much like Sukkah. So <laughs> I'm not sure if you realize that already, but that's uh, the Feast of Tabernacles is right in your name. <laughs> and here you go, your, your, your Jewish name. Uh, you might actually have some uh, Sukkah celebrating people in the US or in Japan somewhere. I don't know. <laughs> but um, I really want to emphasize again what, what also Mario said. It is, in a way, the Feast of Tabernacles, it's like a a culmination of revival movements from around the world. We have key leaders from Africa. We have uh, uh, one of the things we didn't speak today about. We have a whole airplane coming from the Fiji Islands. And when you're here on the opening night, the Fiji worship team or Pastor Manasseh Kolobuso is really a man of revival. 
uh, he really will bless you. We will have with us, and and this goes very much in in what you said, Marius. Also, you know, people are concerned about world mission, and they should be. We will have with us Dr. Billy Wilson, uh, the doc, the president of uh, Empower Twenty One, and their main mission for this coming decade is to make sure the gospel reaches out to every nation. And when I invited him, he said, Jürgen, I gladly come because what a better place to start such a global initiative and launch it and from Jerusalem because that's where it started 2,000 years ago. So it will be an amazing feast. You don't want to miss that. And I look forward to seeing everybody. Amen. 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 Shalom, shalom from uh, Mount Carmel and from, from Israel. We look forward to seeing you up in Jerusalem for the return of the king. Amen. And Marius, do you have any final Peter, words? Peter, what do you say about your, your name here, Suka Hira? This is weird. <laughs> I never thought about that, but now I now I, I it's it seems like a revelation here. You know, it, it this is this is not something new. It seems like wherever I go, there's some there's some variation of this name. It's kind of an an unusual name. But you know, it reminded me of a of a incident that I had. I was in a a Muslim country. I was actually speaking in Malaysia, and it happened to be the Feast of Tabernacles. And I was amazed that on this on the stage in this in this church was a sukkah. It was a they had built a tabernacle in the church on this on the stage uh, with palm branches, but the front of it, you know, it was it was one side of the front of this tabernacle was an Israeli flag, and the other side of the tabernacle was a Malaysian flag. And I thought. This is the most unique sukkah, the most unique tabernacle I've ever seen. But it really shows, you know, that God's bringing the nations together. He's bridging, he's breaking down barriers, uh, you know, he's bringing together a one new man, uh, people from every nation, tribe, and tongue. Uh, it really is a prophetic fulfillment. And uh, and so, however you want to pronounce my name, uh, <laughs> uh, that's not the point. The point is... Uh, We'll, we'll see you uh, for the Feast of Tabernacles soon. Peter, your your name may as well be a, an appointed name, you know? <laughs> also, a Moed. Thank you so much for that, Peter. Um, Marius, they have any final word? Looking forward to be together again in Jerusalem, and, and, and hopefully I, I don't have to sleep in a Sukkot. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be happy if I can stay inside with, with AC some, somewhere, but... But if they have to, I, I'll do it. Probably <laughs> with an Israeli and Norwegian flag, though. <laughs> there you go. It's multiplying and duplicating itself, Peter. All right. Hallelujah. Thank you so much, Jurgen, Marius, Peter, our translation team, our tech team, and everybody who joined us this beautiful afternoon. Again, it's, it's really personal, um, powerful testimonies and insights from the Lord upon us about the Feast of Tabernacles. We personally invite you to join us this year, September 29th, October 6th. It's it's one feast, and it is the Feast of the Lord. It's not a conference of the ICEJ or any gathering put together by a ministry. This is a mandate of the Bible, and we really look forward to have you join us. Again, the full feast tour, only limited spots. So if you want to um, take advantage of that, hop on to feast.icej.org. Put together a list of names that you want there. Pray about it. Um, big a deposit by faith and, and we will see you here in Israel on September 29th. Also, just, just um, additional information, 
we will pick two people, okay, randomly to win a Feast merchandise, our exclusive Feast t-shirt to anyone and everyone who um, buys a ticket and purchases their registration for the past uh, week up until the end of the month. One of you guys, or two of you guys rather, can win that exclusive Feast t-shirt designed by our creative team over at Headquarters, if you can see it on the screen. I love it. It, ex it is exclusive. It is yours if you um, register, possibly. So uh, don't miss us out. And again, we want to thank you for joining us. And we look forward to having you with us this September. And uh, tune in just uh, on our social media pages when we're going to have our next webinar or session and talking about the feast in the coming months. And so from Jerusalem to wherever you are, we bless you. We say shalom and we'll see you at the feast.